0: So I was sitting here um, working on rooted, and God just brought to my remembrance this morning I was supposed to um, start recording the podcast episode for season two. And he's not getting off my back about recording this, so here we go. Season two. Welcome to therapy, therapy, the or be therapy. There you go. (laughs) But, anyways, I'm Destiny Danielle, and welcome to Therapy. This is season two. We're coming with the visuals this season because Destiny is practicing obedience over convenience and following the will and the way and the words of the Lord. (laughs) If you missed season one, basically the recap from season one was my journey on how to even get here of being able to hear God um, and taking the next step and so we ended season one and talking about taking the next step and I thought the next step was just me promoting the podcast and that God was like mm, no the next step is you're going to do your visual videos like I told you to do like two three years ago judge your mama don't judge me And so here we are, we're gonna do these videos. I don't know what they're gonna look like, but I'm okay with that because it's not about the optics. It's not about the aesthetic. It is about God's word piercing your heart. It is about coming to the couch and calling enemy to the carpet. That phrase calling enemy to the carpet is how we're going to navigate this in-between because we are, as we established in season one, we are in this in-between season for a reason and it's for a purpose. God has many of us in this in-between right now because there's something that he wants us to do in the next, but we aren't ready yet. And that's okay. It is okay for us to not be ready, but here's the thing. That means we got to get ready because if you get ready and you stay ready, then you're have to get ready again because... You can stay ready now, but you got to get ready first. So that's what we're working on. We're working on getting ready for whatever God has next so that we can stay ready after that. Because many of us are in this in-between because let's just be real. The Lord told us to do some things. We didn't do those things or the Lord told us not to do some things and we did those things. And so we ended up on this like rabbit wheel or hamster wheel rather just kind of spinning in the same cycles and god was like are you finished or are you done welcome to the in between where i am finished i'm not quite done but i know that what god has for me next is going to be so amazingly wonderful that i want to be done with whatever that was (laughs) so that i can enter into the new that god has for me and enough of my rambling so let's get into this message today the message today is about God's unconditional love in the minutiae, in the little things. And huh. I'm stuck. Make sure we edit this out because I'm stuck. <laughs> So in this new season, I, if you listen to season one, I moved 800 miles away from my mama and everybody I loved. And in this new season, things have been going fantastic. Like God has been showing himself mighty and strong in every area. Okay. I've literally wanted for nothing. And here's why I was stuck for a second because destiny and her former self, worked really hard to present this perfect image. And God has literally been like chiseling away at the perfect image. Like, hey, I don't need you to be perfect. I need you to talk about what's happening. So we're talking about what's happening in season two. Vulnerability at its finest. Here we go. Life is not without struggle, okay? And so this present struggle, I literally for like a week um, had been, (laughs) it's gonna sound, Simple, but flow with me here. For the last week, I've been, like, on my last trash bag. And I'm just like, God, I need trash bags. But I ain't got no money to go buy no trash bags because I don't like Dollar Tree trash bags. It just defeats the purpose of having a trash bag if by the time I put two things in it, it's just going to fall out the bottom. And I got to take the trash out. And I don't want to have to pick up the trash from the trash bag. So I like the good trash bags, okay? Fast forward. To today, I just had enough money to get some paper towel. You know how you run out of paper products all at the same time? Fix it, Jesus. But in any event, had money, went to buy paper towel. I was like, all right, God, I don't know what we're going to do about trash bags. I honestly forgot. And so I was going to ask if, like, my Tulsa auntie had any trash bags. But that would defeat the purpose of this post this live this podcast episode if i would have done that i put it in the hands of the lord in the most simplistic way i was like i i need trash bags i need trash bags i don't know how i'm gonna get trash bags i don't know when i'm gonna get trash bags but i'm on my last bag and that sucker is almost full so what are we gonna do and literally for like last week i been trying my best to not have to put any trash in the doggone trash bag but today 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 this morning in fact i was putting my paper towel away and god was like open the cabinet where you said you were going to put the paper towel y'all it's a whole fresh box of trash bags in that cabinet that I had purchased when I first moved into the apartment, I did not know that there were already trash bags here. So me just doing the thing of buying the things that I know that I need, I went ahead and bought trash bags. So this entire week, I have been freaking out about not having trash bags when the whole time, I was already equipped with what I what I needed and it was right where it needed to be. And so in this message today, I need you to hear what I am saying in the depth of your spirit. You, me, we have everything that we need and whatever we don't presently have, we have access to. I didn't know that I had trash bags to, underneath the doggone cabinet but I already had access because the cabinet is in my apartment I had access the entire time I just hadn't gained entry I hadn't gained entry because I hadn't gone to God for real about it and listened for his response I took it to God I was like got any trash bags not once did I sit and ask God Lord where are the trash bags because in destiny's mind, I don't have it. I don't have trash bags. And so because I don't have it, I now have to make it my responsibility to go get trash bags. Meanwhile, God is just like, you don't have to go and do anything. I just need you to open your eyes and see what I've already provided for you. And that just magnifies the season that we are in, in this in-between. Because the in-between season, I know I keep calling it in-between. And you may be like, girl, in-between what? Okay, so it's a lot of transitions. But namely for me, it is this transition between survival mode and trauma mind into the divine mind and the divine realm, which rooted, we call it the decadence. The divine cadence. And so tapping into that divine cadence is how we are able to step into this divine mind. And so in this in-between, it's literally this transition between I got to figure it out and make it happen myself into the God is going to figure it out and I'm just going to follow him. That's it. You're taking your life literally from I got to figure it out to God is going to figure it out and I'm just going to follow him through it. And that's such a tough place to be when your entire life you've been in this survival mode. You've been in this. I got to go get it. I got to hustle it. I got to figure it out. I got to do it myself. No, you actually don't. And God actually prefers you to not. Because when we do it ourselves, we're in his way. The Bible tells us to trust in the Lord with our whole heart and lean not to our own understanding, but in all of our ways. And I used to think that that meant just like my big ways, like moving across the country. That's a big way, Lord. I'm going to trust you with that. But God has been really dealing with me on trusting him in all the things, trusting him in my mind, trusting him in my thoughts and in my behaviors and in my patterns. Destiny has a lot of survival mindset patterns and survival mindset habits and trauma responses that I did not know that I had until God brought me into this season of in-between and that is one of the biggest benefits of the in-between season is being aware it's that awareness that says oh so I got I got these proclivities I got these issues I got these habits that For some reason now, I don't want to have them anymore. That is when you are moving into the divine mind. And the part about the in-between is we are presented with an option, two options. We can figure it out or we can follow God through. And following God through may not always be easy. But it is simple. And it's simple because God literally lays it out in his word, the steps that we need to follow. And here's the thing about it. Whatever steps are not laid out in his word, if we go to God, he going to give us some words. I know. you like, Destiny, I've been praying. It doesn't work. God doesn't hear me. He doesn't listen to me. Lies. I'm not calling you a liar. I am saying that the words that just came out of your mouth are lies. And they're lies not from you. I don't believe that you actually believe that. I believe that through the course of your life, you have experienced moments where you prayed and God didn't come through in the way in which you wanted him to. Or you feel like he didn't come through because he didn't answer you in that moment. And the thing that I have had and am still learning about God is like the old people not old people that sounds mean like the old church mothers used to say he is an on time God he may not come when you want him but he is always on time and so case in point destiny finding the trash bags underneath the cabinet you can't I know there are people in your life who make everything deep, high. I don't like kiddie pools or shallow puddles. God is an on time God. And so when we pray to God, there are so many things that can happen in between the moment that we pray and the moment that we receive or don't receive an answer. Because for a lot of things, we may be praying to God and he may be giving us instructions. But if all we're doing is talking, all we're doing is praying all we're doing is this one lane of communication. We're not gonna be able to hear what God is saying. We're not operating in the dual give and take of communication, we're operating in the, I have words for you and you need to listen. And God is just like, I mean, I'm listening, I hear you. But are you hearing me? Quite literally. Prior to this season, I was praying fervently for certain things to happen in my life. And every time I would pray, I would do like the church brothers to tell us, whenever you pray, put the, put the Lord's word in your prayer. Let him know that you're reading, that you've studied to show yourself approved. And at one point, literally, God was like, stop telling me what I said and tell me what I told you to do. God, that's, that's not how it's supposed to work. God, I'm supposed to pray. And I'm supposed to put your... Lord, you said in your word that I would be the head and not the tail. You said in your word that this sickness would not be unto death. You said in your word. And God was like, I know what I said in my word, but what did I say to you? God, I... You said for me to start a podcast. And so now... It is the destiny now has to accept that God did give her an answer, but it wasn't the answer destiny wanted. And in this in-between, there are going to be, hear me when I tell you, if you decide, because remember we got choices, if you decide to follow God through the other side of the in-between, there are going to be some prayers that God's not going to answer the way that you want him to answer. And not only do we have to be okay, but we have to then make the decision to continue to trust that all things are working out for our good, even if we don't understand how. I had no idea how literally relocating my entire life, 800 miles across the country by myself was going to work out for my good, had no idea. Had no idea. And my survival mind, my survival mode, was like, girl, you're crazy. You don't know anything about what you're going into. You've never been there. You don't know nobody out there. Your mama not going with you. Nobody's going with you, but you're just going to be out there by yourself and you don't know what's going on. Do you know what's happening in the world? And so survival mind starts running through all the what ifs. Hello, anxiety. Starts running through all these what if scenarios. Starts running through all the questions that I don't have answers to, to the point where I was like, ah, I can't listen to any of that. Lord, if this is what you have for me, you're going to have to make it plain. You're going to have to show me. And I literally got to the point in the prayers when I was trying to decide what, was gonna, where I, what decision I was going to make. It was like, God, if it's for me, then you're going to show me by your provision. You're going to show me because I'm not going to have to wonder or worry about anything. Even down to having trash bags. I'm never going to forget. Jesus, I'll never forget what you've done for me. Even down to having trash bags, y'all. God is so real. And he loves us. That is... the biggest lesson that I have had to learn in this in-between space is that God loves me for me as me and that there is nothing that I have done or could do that will separate me from God's love and I need you to hear me when I say that there is nothing that you can do that is going to separate you from God's love. The only thing that you can do is cut off the one part of the connection because God is still going to be giving his love. He's still going to be showing you he loves you, whether we're going to see it or not. Except us. If I am like this with my tunnel vision, focused solely on my problems and my issues and all i'm doing is complaining and i don't see how the glass is half full the glass is half empty and everything is going wrong and it's nothing but chaos and calamity and everything is on fire around me and i feel like i'm drowning in the fire if that's all i see that's all i'm gonna see that's why god tells us oh i cannot think of where it is but he tells us not to worry about anything Several times in the Bible, God tells us not to worry about anything. He even goes as far as to tell us that the flowers don't have any concern about how they're going to get clothed. They just know it's going to happen. And that is so real. Like in nature, everything works the way that it's supposed to without intervention. If nobody touches the tree that's outside of this window... That tree's leaves are going to fall when it's time for them to fall. And they are going to grow again when it's time for them to grow again. And that's the way that the world works. That's the way that God designed it. God has designed this self-perpetuating system, set of systems, that work without us working them. And so in this in-between, we're going from I got to work, I got to get it, I got to grind, I got to hustle, me, 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 I got to do, got to do, I got to do, got to do, into this ease of just trusting the Lord. And again, it's not easy, but there is an ease that comes with trusting the Lord. Because the ease says, <laughs> Lord, I don't know how, I don't know when, but I know you will. And until you do, I'm waiting. But here is where it gets hard. Because in the waiting, in the waiting, inner me, this survival mind, starts creeping in. And it's like, ooh, if God ain't answered you by now, he probably mad. And he probably going to punish you because you did X, Y, Z and you knew you weren't supposed to do X, Y, Z. And so now I don't really feel confident in my waiting anymore. But here's the key to waiting. The key to waiting is not just. Are you going to come through God? I don't see you moving. The key to waiting is going before God continually. Continually. Because here's the thing. When we draw to God, he's going to draw into us. And that's where we are getting the answers that we are looking for in this in-between. It's not just about waiting. It's not just about saying, okay, God, I'm sitting here. I'm watching the sun come up and I'm watching the sun go down. But I'm not doing nothing. No, 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 no. Pray without ceasing and meditate on God's word day and night. That's the key. These are the keys. These are the keys to the in-between. God, the Son is sunning. Oh, Father. Hold that thought. Oh, 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 uh, oh. Hello. I just needed a little reprieve. All right, and we're back. So, the keys to the in-between are, one, recognize that you're in the in-between. Y'all, the Lord just made the sun go behind a cloud. Okay? I can't make this stuff up, you saw it. It went from blinding to behind the cloud. You wanna know why? Because God will give you the desires of your heart. You know, those people that make everything deep. I am going to go back to being one of those people. Because I used to be one of those people. And then I got tired. hmm, Wow, God. I got tired of being made fun of. I got tired of people rolling their eyes and scoffing at me. I got tired of people distancing themselves from me. Because here destiny destined to go again talking about God. It ain't that deep. Oh, but it is. It is that deep. It is that deep. And God loves me that much to not allow me to stay in that mode. Because my survival mind said, if I want belonging, then I can't be like this. I have to maneuver and change who I am in order to belong in this space that I'm existing in right now. And I'm wondering how many of us, that's our story. We started our journey with God. Listen, because if you've been in church, I know you had a journey with God at one point that was like, yes, I'm chasing after you no matter what God do. And life just started lifing. And the chase, nah, God, because either I've had to wait for this thing I've had to wait too long for you to answer a prayer, and now I, I don't trust you. Or my shame and my guilt and my fear and my doubts started creeping in, so I don't feel like I can actually trust you. Whatever it was that got us in this, on this side, in this survival mind, in this trauma mode, whatever got us there, That's what God is going to chisel away at in the in-between to get us out. This in-between, this healing space is not for the faint of heart. It is for the people who say, God, I know that there is more to life than where I am right now. And I know that the only way I'm going to get there is if you get me there. So whatever you got to do. If that means that you got the dig 20 years ago when I was molested and I still have some residuary residue on my heart from that God, I need you to chisel away at it. If that means that when my daddy walked out on my mama and I sat there as a child and bawled my eyes out night after night wondering why my daddy didn't love me and why he didn't wanna be with us, God's gonna chisel away at that. God's going to chisel away at the parts of us that are not going to serve him the way we are using them. Because right now we're using them for survival. Right now we're using them as trauma responses and the way that we deal with people in the world. But there's a purpose for that pain. There's a purpose for that scar. That wound is not just there to be a wound. God has a purpose for it over here. But we got to get through the in-between in order for that purpose to be revealed. Because like Mark 4, 22 says, God doesn't hide things just to keep them hidden. Nothing is hidden except to be revealed. But that comes when we let God have it it's this exchange of god i'm going to give you this pain because i want you to give me this purpose i want you to give me the purpose in this pain i don't want to hold on to this pain anymore i don't want to be bitter anymore i don't want to be apprehensive of towards people anymore i don't want to be mistrustful i don't want to be naive and trust everybody anymore. god i want to be exactly who you designed me to be and this morning He really laid something out for me. It was the difference between... Because I kept saying, I want to be who you created me to be. And he was like, well, you are who I created you to be. You're not walking in who I designed you to be. Because as me sitting right here right now, God created this. I am a creation of God. And God has been trying to get me to understand that... There's nothing wrong with me as his creation. There's nothing wrong with you. You're not broken. You are who you are in this moment because of the way that life has played out and the way that we have taken things in from life. And now God is like, hey, in this in-between season, I need you to become aware. I need you to become aware of the places where you're not quite functioning how I designed you to function and I need you to give me the pain that's causing you not to function the way I designed you to. In the very same way that if something is wrong with our physical body, we would take it to the doctor. That's what God wants us to do with our heart. And you may not even know how you're not functioning, but God does. I did not know... (laughs) that destiny was destiny when I was freaking out about not having trash bags. But God did. God said, hey, I need you to breathe. I need you to just look in the cabinet. And I believe in this in-between season, that's what he's saying to a lot of us. Open the cabinet. I know it's dark. I know there's some pain in that cabinet that you locked away because you never wanted to think about it again. And we're not going to think about the pain. We're going to ask God its purpose. Because in asking God the purpose for the pain, he's going to be able to put us on that potter's wheel and do what he does best, create masterpieces. We are his workmanship. You are a masterpiece. And God has a divine purpose for your life. And you are going to make it through this in-between. You have to. You ain't got no choice. Okay? You want to know how I know? One, because you're watching this, we're listening to this. But two, because you survived everything. To get here. And God definitely did not bring you this far just to leave you. So the keys to the in between are one, acknowledging I'm in the in between. Once you acknowledge that you're in the in between, I highly recommend you find you a buddy. If you need a buddy, I'll be your buddy. Find you a community of people who. Are either also in the in-between, but find somebody that is not still deep in the in-between. Because you're going to need somebody to talk to. You're going to need somebody to unpack with. You're not an island to yourself. You need somebody to help you unpack this stuff. I highly recommend a licensed professional. So, acknowledge you're in the in-between. Find somebody to unpack with you in the in-between. But then, everything else is about going to God reading his word. If you need study tools, we can talk about that. We can figure out what works best for you. I will say for me, I I'm actually going to run and get it. I'm going to pause this and go get it. So for me, God knows I love words and he made me to love words so that we could talk about words. And so for me, when I am studying God's word, I do a scripture map where I literally set the scripture on the page and I look up the words in that scripture to get context, to get clarity, to get a better understanding of what God is saying in his word. And so that's how I have been able to memorize these scriptures, really. But that's how I've been able to hide God's word in my heart. That is one of the things that we've been asked to do is to hide God's word in our hearts so that we won't sin against him. That's one of the ways that I've been able to do that. Um, I'll do a whole deep dive into that one day. Um, But aside from studying God's word, praying. And here's the thing about prayer. It's a conversation. I know church made us feel like it had to be like, you know, real high octave, real high volume. A whole lot goes in church prayer. It's just a conversation. Something as simple as, God, I need trash bags. It's a prayer. Make your petitions known. You have not because you ask not. But the thing about prayer, it's a conversation two-way street and so when you pray expect an answer and have a notebook have a journal have a pen and hear from God and rooted we walk through the steps of like what that looks like I can't wait to finish the book so like pray and listen And so you're studying, you're praying, and listening. The best part is you get to be still in the in-between. The war that you're fighting right now on the inside of you is because your survival mode and your trauma mind are like, I gotta work! I gotta go do it! I gotta get after it! And the divine mind is like, but you really don't though. Trust in what God is leading you into. And you won't have to strive. The scripture tells us to be still. And know that he is God. Be still. Stop striving. Stop putting your hands in it. God. I got to pay rent. I don't know how you're going to pay this rent. Because I don't have enough to pay this rent. But I need I need my rent paid. And then. Trust that God's going to do it and go back to him every day until you see it. Speak it until you see it. Speak it until you see it. And so in this in-between, you got the keys. You have the keys. The keys to get entry into the next. You have them. Study, pray, find somebody to talk to. Acknowledge that you're in the in between, and it's okay. <laughs> you don't have to have it all together. You don't. I don't. Okay, I just told y'all I ain't had no money in trash bags because I, I, I didn't put money places where it needed to be, and I ain't had no money in trash bags. If that ain't not having it together I don't know what. But I digress <sighs> God's unconditional love Is so wonderful And in this in between